You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Locked On Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. With amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need, visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Happy Monday, happy Memorial Day. I am Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon I'm also the founder of Whole9Sports.com, where you can find all of my written work. Uh, today, like I mentioned, it's Memorial Day, so it's going to be a little bit of a quicker episode, just because holiday weekend, so, you know, family plans, things like that. Uh, simply put, don't have a ton of time today, so there's that. <laughs> but today, uh, yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a quicker episode, but I'll be making a case for Florida as running back you. I'll explain that a little more in a little bit. Uh, we'll talk about Florida baseball getting eliminated from the SEC tournament and Florida softball finishing the season in whew, disappointing fashion. Thank you to the people who left a review. Please do continue to do so or reach out to me in some way so that I can work to make this the best Gators podcast around. Uh, shout out Conservative Ed for talking about Alabama and the time slot. I very much agree with you. I can't get into it right now, just given the time crunch. But just know, I'm right there with you, Ed. Before we get started, just a quick reminder to follow Locked On Gators wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode. So here at the Locked On Podcast Network, we're going to go through a weekly series of which schools can claim that they are position you will say so this week is running back you uh i'm not sure if we can announce next week's position so i'm not going to do that yet but yes we're going to go through the positions for the next i think eight weeks uh we're gonna see who can make the claim for them being blank you this week is running back you um I'm gonna throw our hat in the ring here. Um, I have no idea how we're going to fare just because, uh, well, Florida is just like, when our running backs hit, they hit. But they they don't hit often. Um, Specifically, I, I brought up three cases here just because I think those three guys their stats i mean you could even take the top two but the three guys that i picked their stats combined as pros that again this is where like it gets a little gray area where it's like oh how far back do we go are we talking about how good they were in college or how good they transferred over as pros all that stuff um i think i'm just gonna like pick and choose to whichever makes my argument better you know but this week um running back you is definitely just look at them as pros because Florida has two amazing pro running backs. Uh, one of them is, and they're both actually underrated, which is like weird to say because most of you probably get Emmett Smith by now, who is of course the all-time leading rusher in the NFL. He did go to Florida. I uh, then went to the Dallas Cowboys and spent the final two years of his career on the Cardinals. Blah, blah, blah. Um... <laughs> But uh, 
Yeah, a lot of people don't think of him as like the greatest running back of all time. I'm not saying I do. I, I don't necessarily have a take on that one just because I'm fairly young. So I, I've seen a lot of good guys, but like I feel like I've missed when it was like the golden era, I guess, or the golden age of running backs. I don't know. Um, <laughs> But yeah, we've got guys like Emmett Smith, who's the all-time leading rusher, is not just widely thought of as the best running back of all time, because of course, stats don't tell the whole story, I get it. Uh, and then Fred Taylor is someone who I think is just so wildly underrated. Like, I'm not saying he's a top five running back of all time, but he is just, when you talk about just all-time greats, you don't need a rank on it, but all-time greats. I feel like he's so rarely brought up, and I don't know. My memory of watching him or watching classic games, whether it's pro or college, it's just he was amazing. Um, So that like Emmitt Smith, Fred Taylor. I also put Eric Red up there just because he was one of the best Gators running backs of all time. I know his pro career was shorter than we'd like. Um, Still, still fairly productive in that time. It just, it, it, it really didn't have the longevity there that I'd be looking for, but I, I did think that he's he was a fantastic college back, again, from what I've seen watching classics. Uh, but, I mean, I, I think I, like, my best case, because Florida is straight up running back you, likely not, but I'll be damned if I'm going to have the NFL's all-time leading rusher at my university and i'm not going to try to use that to carry my claim that's pretty much it i mean emmett smith fred taylor eric Dritt combined have th- almost forty thousand rushing yards they've got thirty nine thousand eight hundred one. i'm sorry not forty thousand rushing forty thousand scrimmage uh they've got thirty nine thousand eight hundred one scrimmage yards combined and 281 scrimmage touchdowns combined so they're just that's that's crazy three guys averaging i'm sorry i'm not doing the math right now but that's like thirteen thousand two hundred uh scrimmage yards per guy per player uh almost a hundred scrimmage touchdowns per player you can't scoff at that like that that's that's impressive i i get one of them is the all-time leading rusher but that just furthers my point so thank you you can either say like Oh yeah! Wow, they were all great, productive, or like per player. That's pr- that production's like insane. Or you can be like, hey, but they have the all-time leading rusher, and that strengthens my argument even more. So, fight me about it. That is my case for Florida being running back. You, uh, I know that I've talked about recently moving in with my girlfriend, kind of a lot, but there's one thing that I really didn't think about. And that was how much cooking that we would be doing. Uh, if quality and craftsmanship is important to you, you should check out Maiden. Maiden is a cookware and kitchenware brand that works with renowned chefs and artisans to produce some of the world's best pots, pans, knives, and wine glasses. Which, by the way, get a ton of use out of that. They have 28,000... I'm sorry, about... 28,000 more probably five-star reviews and their products are used by some of the world's best chefs at michelin-starred restaurants around the world right now 
MADEIN is offering our listeners 15% off your first order with the code LOCKEDON. This is the best discount available anywhere online for MADEIN products. Need something to do with your stimulus, tax refund, GameStop, Dogecoin money, whatever it may be? Visit rockauto.com for all of your car parts needs. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. I don't even have a car, but I wanted to get familiar with the website and I was shocked at how smooth my experience was. Whether you're looking for brake pads, taillights, hydraulics, um, the the cool lights underneath, like Tokyo Drift cars, I'm trying to think about uh, a wild spoiler, screw it. (laughs) Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. With just a few easy clicks, you can get everything delivered directly to your door. Right locked on in their how did you hear about us boxes so that they know exactly who sent you. <sighs> Man, alright. This weekend was uh, rough for Florida for any Florida team that needed to use bats against balls. That was just it was rough. Uh, Florida has now been eliminated from the SEC tournament. I know that I just led with this because I did not want anybody, just in case there's anybody listening to this that didn't see what happened this weekend, I didn't want them to have any hope, which is why I just immediately spoiled whatever it was that I needed to say about getting eliminated. Um, just because, yeah, like, I don't know. If, if I didn't watch it and I was just listening to this for the first time, I'd be super upset, hoping for the best, you know? <laughs> but Florida in the SEC tournament, they did beat Kentucky, Mississippi State, and Alabama. I mean, Mississippi State and Alabama were not close games. Kentucky was, but I digress. Before losing to Tennessee, um, it was it was like a, a really ugly loss to like. So Florida lost. If you don't know, Florida lost four nothing to Tennessee in a. In a game that was just so so disappointing, uh, Brandon Sprout started, Christian Scott, Trey Vanderweed, and Jack Leftwich all pitched in this one, just coming in relief. Uh, I will say something that I I notice this every time that I watch Brandon Sprout pitch, but like I have to mention this, uh, he had a a, oof, a rough outing, <laughs> but if there's one big positive with his game and something that I really love about him. It's just I love this about a lot of pitchers. This is my style of pitcher. It's his velocity. Like the dude hits like ninety five with, I'll say decent consistency, and I've seen him go up as like ninety seven, ninety eight. Like if he just keeps working on it, like we can see he could clock triple digits at some point. That's what I'll say. If he can make it to the majors at some point, we could see him clocking triple digits. Um, I'm gonna hope that if he does it's for my Mets just because like I can't I I'm sorry my eyes suck especially in daytime that's just if you don't know people with blue eyes struggle to see more in daytime so be be uh considerate there um but just trying to track that is insane so I kind of just wait to I wait to see what the umpire says because there's no shot I'm gonna see where that ball is going so I just want to point. Yeah, that's that's the thing with Brandon Sprout. Really, it's just like how insane it is that he can consistently hit 
95 and that's absolutely insane because i played baseball for my goodness uh eight years nine years something like that and um i could hit even today when i'm 25 uh i could hit maybe somewhere in the 60s (laughs) it's rough uh it's a rough time so just seeing someone that can hit just so much faster than i can it's just very very disappointing but florida i mean offensively just couldn't get going in this one uh nathan hickey and jacob young both went one for four chris armstrong 0 for four kendrick kalalau went 0 for four sterling thompson went 0 for three it was just it was so rough because they really just really could not get a single thing going and it was just it was so ugly because i mean first of all it felt like it took florida forever to get their first hit they didn't get a hit until the bottom of the fourth uh jacob young got the single so it was like it it was ugly off rip um then yeah it was it was just an ugly game throughout their offense just couldn't get it going their defense was not not awful uh camden sewell for tennessee just he pitched, dude, uh, guy went crazy. He pitched an absolute gem. He allowed two hits during his six innings pitched. It was insane stuff. But uh, I, I know that I've seen people on social media complaining about um, just like the pitching staff, which is like, is we're not pitching staff, but just like the defense, which is weird because like four runs isn't that bad. But also, why why does that matter? But just because, like, whether you give up one run or whether you give up a thousand runs, completely irrelevant if your team can't drive in a single run. So I saw people complaining about that on social media, and it just makes absolutely no sense to me. Where it's like, how do you, how do you complain about that? Like, you just you sound silly. That's all it is. Uh, so I just wanted to get that off my chest because, like, one, I have this platform and I could say what I want on it. Um but two also yeah no, that's just that's just dumb for anybody that complained about how uh brandon sprode got the start uh just because yeah i saw a lot of people just say dumb things about this game and it's like if you don't know or if you don't watch it that's fine just say that man but like stop just telling on yourself however now sec tournament's done so we're hoping to see the Gators make a run. We got regionals to start uh, this coming weekend, but we don't know who the Gators play yet. Uh, so we've got regionals coming this coming weekend, and I'm hoping that we could have another deep run. Like like this SEC tournament run was a pretty deep run. I'm hoping that we could see actually at, at least super regionals man just please <laughs> just at least super regionals from the gators but as we build anticipation for this tournament let's start building our bodies too i know but you know what i don't feel bad build bar is the best protein bar on the market it has 18 delicious flavors including recent built bar champion coconut brownie chunk personally i'm a cookie dough chunk or peanut butter brownie kind of guy you guys know me that's fine if you're trying to eat clean but you've got a sweet tooth like i do i had pudding and baklava today so that's how you know Uh, that is no longer a problem built bar is your low calorie low sugar 
high protein, and high fiber solution. You can even enjoy it if you're keto. Remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your next order. That is LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, 1-5 to get 15% off of your next order at BuiltBar.com. To wrap up today's show, we are going to talk about Florida softball and their elimination in the Super Regionals. Sorry, it's sad. I mentioned frequently that this one, first of all, was an absolute heartbreaker for me. Because, yeah, I've mentioned frequently just how much I loved this softball team and how much I was a big fan of theirs. I just, and I said, like, I haven't been this emotionally invested in a Gator softball team since maybe 2013. Uh, so this one was a roughie. <sighs> but, hey, it is what it is. Like, I'm super proud of this team. They were honestly like the georgia game the georgia series uh not indicative of how well this team played throughout the year i mean we know that because they beat georgia they beat down georgia in the previous series but uh also fun fact this was the first sec series that florida lost this year florida was the only team to win all eight of their uh sec series during the season so that's a fun fact uh again gators beat south florida south alabama and south florida during the regionals got to play georgia in the super regionals and it just it it didn't end well (laughs) for us um it's and it's like the quality of losses weren't good either so like that's another upsetting thing like they weren't like close losses it was uh four nothing and six nothing, so that that sucks to lose ten nothing in a two game series on back to back days. Uh, Natalie Lugo pitched the first game. I'll say she had a very solid outing. Uh, she allowed one run, and then in the uh, in the seventh she gave up a three run homer, and then she got yanked, and that's when that happened. But again, yeah, it it was a very solid performance throughout elizabeth hightower i cannot say the same love her fantastic pitcher fantastic year but she struggled in game two and she she couldn't even get out of the third inning uh she was down three nothing that's when she got pulled after two and two thirds it was uncharacteristic of uh hightower she's just she had one of her worst outings of the year which it's like it's hard to get mad about just given how dominant she was throughout this season where it's like okay like like sure it sucks that it happened at this point but she was just so good that like i i can't like that i know that i'm a met i'm a mets fan i mentioned this and a lot of you guys probably aren't mets fans but like it's like when jacob Degrom has a bad outing and it's like i i'm not saying she's the softball equivalent to jacob Degrom, but it's like Ah, yeah, but he's so good, so consistent, where you you live with it. Uh, it sucks that it happened here. But, I mean, again, it, it's like I mentioned with baseball. Like, who cares, end of the day, how many runs you give up if your team can't even drive in one run? Like, even if you lose 4-1, you could be like, wow, like, if the pitching staff threw a gem, then that wouldn't be an issue. But that didn't happen. Like, that's so... It's it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, the the pitching wasn't great, but the offense absolutely sucked. So 
hard hard to hold the pitchers accountable here when it's like I mean even if they like even if Elizabeth Hightower threw another no hitter didn't score a run even if Natalie Lugo threw a perfect game didn't score a run so does not matter uh so that's yeah Florida just could not <laughs> drive in a run in either sport apparently this weekend uh and I'm, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this last time the Gators played Georgia but my lord if you didn't watch this Mary Wilson Avant oh my god she is a freak of nature. Uh, she pitched two. Like, just get this through your head. I get it's like different than baseball pitching, like less torque on the elbow and all that. But like, she pitched two complete games on back-to-back days for Georgia. That is ridiculous. Two hundred and five pitches, back-to-back days, complete game shutouts. Like, that is absurd. She is a freak of nature. And I know that I hate Georgia, but, like, I'm a, I'm a big fan of hers. Um, and, of course, yeah, Georgia gets to the first bracket of the College Softball World Series. I'm going to go more in-depth on just this whole season in review, but I wanted to talk about that series real quick. And, of course, yeah, this heartbreaker uh, for me at least but that about does it for today's episode of lockdown gators join me wednesday as i'm thinking that'll be the day that i respond to josh garner's tweet to me about florida's rivals uh you can check that out on my twitter if you want to see it but we'll see maybe it'll change but for right now that's what i'm planning once again my name is brandon olson you can find me on twitter at wns underscore brandon you can find all of my written work with whole nine sports that is w-h-o-l-e N-I-N-E Sports. Be sure to check out Lockdown Heat, hosted by David Ramil, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. This season might be over for them, but the offseason will soon be underway. Heck, we might even talk about them as a potential Trey Man fit later on when we get closer to the NBA draft. Today on the Lockdown Today podcast, is Nikola Jokic enough for the Nuggets? Get more of the sports you need in less time at the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts.